I work in a high school, I see young people trying to dress like, act like, be like people that they're not. They idolize people that they've never met, but they've only heard their voice or they've seen them on the screen or read about them or songs on the internet or something. And if somebody acts a crazy way, then they think, oh, I want to be like. And so they figure that if they act like them, they'll be like them. And I guess in, I guess in reality, it's probably true. Because that person's lost, so they're going to be lost. But I want to be saved. And I want to make it to heaven. Amen. And I'm just trying to be who God's called me to be today. Can't be anybody else. Amen. Well, if you have a Bible and you'd like to turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 26, or you can read on the screen. I'm going to read one verse this morning. message this morning but that's all right thankful for our apostolic doctrine and the pentecostal roots very thankful that we know how to be saved thankful that we have the plan of salvation today because when all is said and done in this world no matter how much money people have or the experiences that they've had here what matters most is where they're, they are going and when this life is over. Two destinations, one or the other. And I'm thankful God has made a way for us to make it to heaven. But the monks in his prayer, I felt like setting the tone Jesus said in Revelation, said, I, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man would open unto me. What you just need to do is make room for Jesus in your life. I want to give God all the room he needs. Because I want to make it to heaven. <clears throat> Matthew 26, 28, Jesus said, For this is my blood of the New Testament which is shed for many for there's a reason why the remission of sins this is my blood of the new testament which is shed for many for the remission of sin praise god praise god thank god for the blood thankful for the blood today living he loved me dying he saved me buried he carried my sins far away but rising he justified freed me forever and one day he's coming back all because of the blood they sang about it I know it was the blood I know it was the blood I know it was the blood for me one day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. 
I know it was the blood for me. In sin I wandered sore. Sad. Thank God for the blood today. Would you help me pray and ask God to have his will and his way in this place? Lord Jesus, we love you. Thankful that you brought us to this place this morning. God, I can't do anything without you. I've got to have your anointing. We need you to anoint this place, every heart, mind, body, and soul in this house. In the name of Jesus, bind us together in cords of love and unity. Speak to our hearts, God. Draw us closer to you. Touch somebody this morning in the precious name of Jesus. God, I pray your blood would flow upon somebody's life today. God, changing and cleansing and washing us from this day forward. In Jesus' name, I pray. Let the church say amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thankful for the blood of Jesus, aren't you? Praise God. I want to preach this morning on this thought, living, living in remission. Jesus said, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There's a reason why the blood is applied to our life through baptism in Jesus' name. It is for the remission of sin. So what it does remission really mean? Remission is this. It is the act of remitting. A condition or period in which something is remitted. It is a release, I like this definition, a release from a debt, a penalty, or obligation. It is forgiveness of said debt or penalty. It is a pardon from the debt and the penalty. I thought it was interesting a week ago when we read that the President of the United States, Donald Trump, pardoned uh, Sheriff Arpaio, Arpaio, whatever his name is, um, that he pardoned a sheriff and, and he was crucified in the media for pardoning a sheriff who was trying to do the best he could and yet the same pundits, the same media outlets did nothing when the former president pardoned five known terrorists part of the Taliban. I, I just, it blows me away sometimes that maybe that's a bad pun when I'm talking about terrorism, but... Uh, It blows me away when I think about the hypocrisy of it all. Well, don't get me started on politics. Kind of like Mark Twain. Politics, he defined it as poly being many ticks, being blood-sucking insects. Politicians are politics. That's pretty much what they are. And they want to suck the blood right out of your paycheck. (laughs) I knew I'd get a, I got a few people riled up this morning. <laughs> I'm getting a few amens. Y'all staying awake today. Amen. But a pardon or, uh, is remission. It's a, a release from a penalty. It's a, a pardon from a debt. It's saying that the debt that you once owed, you don't owe any more. You don't owe it anymore. That's what remission is all about. The sins that I committed, once they're under the blood, they, they're not, uh, I'm not held accountable to them anymore. 
I'm free from them. I've been liberated from them. Jesus, as our example, was baptized in the Jordan River. When he was baptized in the Jordan River, the Jordan River flows into the Dead Sea. We talk about that sea of forgetfulness, that sea where nothing can live. And when you're baptized in Jesus' name, all of your sins, not just the big ones, not just the small ones, not just the little ones, your sin, your sins are washed into that Dead Sea. Amen. And, and, and what makes that possible? It was the blood of Jesus that He shed at Calvary that made that possible for you and I. Oh, the blood. Thank God for the blood today. Amen. And so once a, a sinner, I repented of my sins. I found an altar and I said, God, I'm sorry. I repent. I want to change in my life. God, I, I wanted to be right with you. I was baptized in Jesus' name and my sins were washed away. And I was a sinner, but then I became a sinner saved by grace. Amen. I was a sinner in remission. My sins had been parted. My sins had been forgiven me. My sins were, were washed away. I was set free. I was cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. And if you know what that feels like, you ought to say thank God today for the remission of your sin. Amen. And since I was baptized in Jesus' name, I've, I've been living in remission. I've been living a part in life. I've been living a, a, a life free from my past mistakes and my failures. And, and when I make a mistake, guess what? I can plead the blood and I can still find remission of sin at an altar. If you confess your sin, the Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sin. Oh, I'm thankful I found remission through the blood of Jesus Christ. Many of our lives have been affected by this thing called cancer. I hate cancer. I've seen too many people go by the way of the grave because of cancer. Amen. It was cancer that ate uh, my, my dad, and it was cancer that, that ushered my dad into eternity. I, mean, I don't like cancer. The reason there's a thing called cancer is because of the sin of Adam and Eve. It's their fault. <laughs> cancer affects about 15% of those that die every year. It's one of the leading causes of death. You know what the number one leading cause of death is? Spiritual death? Sin. Matter of fact, the only cause of spiritual death is sin. And like sin, spiritual, or like cancer, spiritual sin can take over a body. It spreads throughout. It attacks the good tissue and the good organs and the good cells in the body. And it, it attacks them and tries to take over the body. That's what sin will do. To, to a soul. And if left unchecked, sin, like cancer, will eventually lead to death. But God made a way, praise God. For us to be cleansed from our spiritual sin, from our spiritual cancer.
James 1.14, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. That's why I think Jesus said on the cross when he shed his last drop of blood at Calvary, Jesus said, it is finished. Because when sin is finished, it bringeth forth death. And Jesus shed perfect blood of the, as the perfect lamb at Calvary to finish sin. To pay the price of sin. Not his sin. He was without sin. It was he who knew no sin. But he became our sin. That's what Calvary's all about. People look at us like, you Christians, you guys are weird. You, like, you look at the cross and you think about the cross and you get it, you're thankful for the cross. I mean, that was, that was horrible. That was ugly. And they're right. It was horrible. It was ugly. That was pain and suffering and blood. But, oh, I'm thankful for Calvary. Why? Because Jesus, God in the flesh, amen, allowed his flesh and blood to die at the cross because of my sin. There was no other way I could make it. There was no other chance for me to get to heaven except he had to robe himself in flesh. He had to allow his flesh and blood to be crucified at the cross. Amen. And shed perfect blood, the blood of a spotless lamb. As an atonement for our sin. People sometimes look at us and we got it linked like us Christians. We got it all together. I'm telling you what, if they knew us before we knew him, Oh, what a change. What a difference in our lives. Can you say praise God? Amen. Our remission of sin did not come without a cost. Hebrews 9.22, without the shedding of blood is no remission. Amen. The only reason we can live in remission is because of Calvary. Michael Mullings has never been good enough. Amen. It's only by the mercy of God, the grace of God, and the love of God. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, His own flesh and blood at the cross. It was His love for me that bought my redemption. Hebrews 9, 12. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood He entered into once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctify it to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from the dead works to serve the living God? And for this cause, He is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. I was unclean, but I was made clean by the blood of the Lamb. I was a sinner, but I was made a saint by the blood of the Lamb. I was lost, but I was found by the blood of the Lamb. Matthew 26, Jesus said, For this is my blood of the New Testament, at the Passover, he said, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Something caught my attention in that verse. 
Jesus said, which is shed for many, not all. I've preached from this verse and I did not see this. Jesus said, my blood, which is shed for many. He didn't say for all. All have come short. All we like sheep have gone astray. Every one of us has been a sinner. Everyone was shaping and born into sin, shaping into iniquity. Each one of us, every one of us have gone astray. But his blood was only shed for many, not all. Wait a second. You mean to tell me that the blood of Jesus doesn't work for some? No. What I'm trying to tell you is that there are some that don't find, don't, uh, get, don't receive the blood of Jesus and have it applied to their life. He shed His blood. He would love it to be applied to everyone's life. He would love for His blood to wash away everybody. He wants every... It's not His will that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. It's the will of God for everyone to be saved. But it will not happen because there are some people that don't have the blood applied to their life. You see, if you go all the way back... Moses and the people of God, they come out of Egypt. Or they're getting ready to come out of Egypt. They're getting ready to be delivered. They're getting ready to cross over the Red Sea. They're getting ready to to be delivered from bondage. And, And so the last plague, the plague of death, passes through. And the death angel comes through. And even Pharaoh's oldest son was killed. And, and, and all the eldest boys died. But everywhere where there was the blood of a spotless lamb on the doorposts and on the mantle, everyone, every house that where the blood was applied, they were spared. They lived. You see, there was a plan for everyone, but only a few. Applied the blood. Only a few found remission. He said, in our text, Jesus said, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many. I'm thankful I'm part of the many. (laughs) I'm thankful that the blood, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus that was applied to my life. When I was baptized in Jesus' name, I'm telling you, today, this day, right now, today, amen, we can put water in that baptistry. If you have not been baptized in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ has not washed and cleansed your soul. But I'm telling you, there, I have, this is a great news uh, message of hope today. Amen. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. All you got to do is go down in a watery grave of baptism. We are baptized in newness and rise in, in new creatures as new creatures in Christ. Newness of life. Spotless. Clean. Pardoned. And when we come out of that watery grave, we can live a life of remission. His blood was shed for all, but it hasn't been applied to everyone. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. He went to Calvary for everybody, but it's only those that have the blood applied to the doorpost that are going to accept or going to escape death. The wages of sin is death. But the Bible says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ. 
Amen. Do you want eternal life? I believe this. I believe we are living in the last days. I believe perilous times shall come. Bible says in the last days, perilous times shall come. That we are living in the last days. There are perilous times right here. I'm telling you, I wouldn't let a single day go by without re- re- repenting of my sin. I wouldn't let a single, if I wasn't baptized in Jesus' name, I'd say, Pastor, I want to get baptized. I don't want to leave this house until, until I'm baptized. I don't want to leave this place until I receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. I must be saved. First Peter chapter one, for as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but it was with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Ephesians one and seven, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his Grace. Acts 20, 28. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. Romans 3, 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You ready? For all have sinned. For all have sinned and come short. All we like sheep have gone astray. All have sinned. I am part of all. You are part of all have sinned. But oh, thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ that has been applied, that washed and cleansed my soul and washed my sins away. For all have sinned. Everybody say that. All have sinned. And don't get yourself in trouble, but if you're sitting next to your, to your spouse, you can even look at them and say, that means even you. Don't take, no, no, don't take too much glory in saying that now. Because you can also say, that means me too. We have all, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have each one of us turned to our own way. For all have sinned. You ready? I love it when, when visitors walk in and they look. It's like, wow, this is a great group of people. And these people got it all together. You ready? All have sinned. I'm glad this isn't a judgmental church. <laughs> We're sinners saved by grace. We want sinners to come into the, we want sinners to, come to the church. We want people that they don't haven't been living right, doing right, walking right. We want them. We don't look down our nose at them because we're like, that was me. But oh, thank God for the blood. People don't have to stay that way. People don't have to live that way. They can have peace and joy and comfort in the Holy Ghost and, and, and take comfort in knowing that their sins are under the blood. They, they can plead the blood. They can be washed and cleansed and sanctified and justified. Matter of fact, there's a, there's a passage that says, talks about fornicators and adulterers and murderers and whoremongers and all kinds of bad things. And it says, and such were some of you. Oh, hold on a second now. No, not me. You know, you I'm glad this church doesn't have a, a brother or sister. Boy, I'm, I'm so thankful I'm not like everybody else. 
The Bible talks about a man that went to the temple to pray like that. He says, oh, I'm thankful I'm not like this loser in the back over here. And the guy, and the guy in the back, this loser in the back was saying, God, I'm sorry. I just, I just, I don't deserve anything. I just want mercy, God. I just plead for mercy. I just plead the blood. And Jesus said, which one do you think went away justified? The one that came says, I don't deserve, I don't measure up. Oh, I plead the blood. Do you know who goes away justified after coming to church? Those that found an altar. Those who said, oh, I'm not, not during the national anthem, but I, I'm not, I'm not too proud to take a knee. I'm not too proud to say, woe is me. I, I've sinned. I've, I don't measure up. I, I, I come short. Oh, I plead the blood. If you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our I'm thankful his blood still works. Who goes away? Just, there's a lot of people going to churches today, and they're going to leave the exact same way they went. But I'm thankful we don't have to. We can, if we've already been baptized in Jesus' name, we can still find an altar and we can plead the blood of Jesus. We can let the Holy Ghost wash us and cleanse us all over again. He can, we can still pray the prayer that David prayed in Psalm 51. Purge me with hyssop. What do you mean hyssop? They used a hyssop branch to put the blood on the doorposts and the mantle at the Passover in Egypt. Amen. Purge me with hyssop. God, wash me with your blood. Cleanse me, God, from all unrighteousness and filthiness, God. Oh, God, create in me a clean heart. Renew in me a right spirit. Cast me not away from thy presence and restore the joy of thy salvation. How does that happen? It's when we take it in and say, God, I need the blood of Jesus again applied to my life. When the blood of Jesus is applied, you can walk out of here living in remission. Free. Debt free. This is a really weird question to ask, but has anyone, and you don't have to raise your hand, but has anyone ever been able to pay off all your bills? And you went, Phew. okay, let me ask, have you ever had to, got at least a, gotten to pay off one bill? <laughs> there we go. Now, now I'm talking to everybody. For a minute there, I was just talking to one or two. Now I'm talking to everybody. I was talking to maybe a few, maybe even many, but now I got everybody. You ever paid off that one bill that, we, that, that was burdening you down and every, you know, just weighed you down and it, tore, it took down your credit rating? You weren't able to buy certain things because of your credit rating, because of the debt. We really had, we were all spiritually bankrupt. B.C., before Christ. I was spiritually bankrupt until I came to an altar and repented of my sins. I was spiritually bankrupt until I was baptized by the precious blood of jesus christ amen when i was baptized in jesus name amen i was filled with the gift of the holy ghost the spirit of god living inside of me i was bankrupt but oh that debt has been paid brother goodman in full i got to rise up he said we rise in new creatures in christ jesus new creatures as clean as free why because of the blood 
Uh, this is just old-fashioned this morning, I know, but I just, well, this is what I feel this morning. I woke up this morning with this in my, in my heart. I'm living in remission because of the blood. I'm living a life that has been free. It is free from sin because of the blood. Of, am I perfect? No. Do I still transgress? Yeah. There are, is pastor perfect? Absolutely not. But I still can plead the blood of Jesus Christ. See, sin, kind of like cancer, is a, is a disease. It, it separates man from God. Adam and Eve sinned, and they, got, they were separated from the presence of God. God had to kill an animal and because he, 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 took, he took the skins of an animal to clothe them. It does not say what it was, but I believe it was a lamb because he always sacrificed a lamb. And the Bible says, by faith, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than his brother Cain. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of the Lord. I believe that Abel heard from somebody, probably his dad, that, hey, Abel, if you're going to give a sacrifice, you need to make, it, make sure it's a lamb without spot. And it was acceptable to the Lord. Sin will separate you from God, but it's the blood that reunites Sin defiles the body, but the blood will cleanse the body. Sin will eat away at your soul. But the blood of Jesus will bring life. You know what blood does in a body? You know what blood does? This is what blood does in your body. This is what blood does. Your blood will circulate. And it goes throughout your whole body. And as it goes, blood will take all of the bad things. It's in your system, the, way, the, the bad things and the waste. And it will remove that out of your body. That's what the blood does. You know what the blood of Jesus? It goes through your soul. And it takes all the sin and it washes it all away. You say, well, can it really wash every sin? It can really wash every, all sin. Thankful for the remission of sin today. For without the shedding of blood is no remission. I already quoted it, but Romans 3, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption of that is in Christ Jesus. It's only through the blood of Jesus Christ that we find redemption. It is only through the blood of Jesus Christ that we find remission of sin. When Jesus was on the cross, he shed perfect blood so that we could be saved. So that our sins could be washed away. So that we could be pardoned. What did, he, what did he say at the cross? He said, it is finished. The wages of sin is death. And when death is finished, or when sin is finished, it bringeth forth death. He said, it is finished. But what did he also say before that? He said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Forgiveness can only come. Remission can only come through the blood of Jesus. And I'm closing. I've got more notes, but I think we've made it. I want to make one more point. So how do we obtain remission and where does it come from? Jesus. 
Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot even see the kingdom of God. It's, you know, people call us, oh, you're born again Christians. That's right. Say, well, I wasn't born into this. Yeah, the only way to get into the house of God is to be born into it. And the only way to get born into this is to be born of the water and of the Spirit. Peter preached the, on the day of Pentecost, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says in John 8, if the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. You see, there's only one treatment for the, the cancer called sin. It's a blood transfusion. There's only one treatment for sin. And that's the blood of Jesus Christ. Well, how do I get it? Baptism in Jesus' name. Well, if you've been, but what have you been baptized before? I think you need to come to an altar and plead the blood of Jesus. Well, where does it come from? Where did the blood at Calvary come from to begin with? For God robed Himself in flesh. You know what pumps the blood through your body? Your heart. For God so loved the world. You know what pumps the blood today? The very heart of God. For God so loved the world that He gave. And do you know why the blood never ends? It's because His love. The Bible says it like this. His mercy is from everlasting to everlasting. As we stand together in this place. For the Christian today, for the saint, we are living in remission. Are we perfect? No. Have we been perfect? No. Did we do anything really to deserve the mercy and the grace of God? No. That's why we're so thankful for the mercy and grace of God. I'm thankful for the blood. Brother Rudy, I'm thankful for the blood that Jesus shed for you and I at the, at the cross. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you want to leave the place, this place today, different than when you came. If you want to be free from the guilt and from the weight of sin that maybe you've been carrying around for too long. You can find remission today. You can find forgiveness today. You can find repentance today. 
Jesus said, for this is my blood that's shed for the New Testament. Many. I want to be part of that group right there. I want the blood of Jesus to be applied to this house. I want the blood of Jesus to be applied to my doorpost, to the mantle. I want to be the temple of God today. I want, I want to be right. I want to be saved. And when the death angel passes through, and I believe we're living in the last days, the death angel passed over the house. That's why they call it the Passover. Every house that the blood was applied, the death angel passed. And they lived. And we can live in remission only if the blood is applied to our life. And if the blood is not applied to your life, you need to get the blood applied before it's too late. The first step right now this morning is to simply come to an altar and say, God, I'm sorry and I'm repenting today. And I'm going to confess, God, I have sinned before you. I've got sin in my life, but I'm going to plead the blood. I'm going to ask forgiveness today. God, would you wash and cleanse me again anew and afresh in the Holy Ghost? Why? Because I want to be saved. I want to plead the blood. I want to plead the blood. Church, could I just invite you to come today? God created us a clean heart, renewing us a right spirit. God, we plead the blood today. God, I'm not perfect, but I can be forgiven. If I plead the blood, come on, somebody, somebody, somebody move. Somebody step out of your aisle today. Some of you ladies come. This is one here right now. That's We're living in the last days. There's one right here. Ladies, come right over here to the front. Come on, let's begin to call in the precious name of Jesus. God is calling this morning a very specific prayer. Come on. If if it's not to you today, then God, find somebody to pray with. Oh, Jesus, God, I pray for mercy and grace. God, I want to be cleansed. I want to be washed. Wash my sins away. Cleanse me, God. Create in me a clean heart. Renew in me a right spirit. Oh, God. God, I don't deserve it, but I'm thankful for it. We're washed, we're sanctified, and we are justified by the blood of Jesus today. Come on, church, let's pray.